I'm your host, Miss Amber J, and this is the Dear World Podcast, the place that if you drink your water and mind your business, you'll be just fine. We're all family here, so nothing is off limits. The goal of this podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. Please turn on your notifications so that you will be alerted whenever a new episode has been posted. Don't forget to rate the podcast in your app store and share it with your family and friends. I hope that you enjoy your listening experience and welcome to the family. What's going on, family? Welcome to season six, episode six of the Dear World podcast. Okay, let's get the regular schmegler degular out of the way before we jump into the topic of this episode. I am so grateful for my listeners. Remember, the goal of this season was to get to 2K. We already reached it. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you to everyone who has listened to an episode. Those of you who tune in every week, those of you who have shared the podcast, who have given me ideas, who have been guests. I appreciate you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now we on to the next goal. Let's get to 3K listeners. I'm not trying to gloat and I say this humbly, but I'm I'm really, really proud of myself for how far I've come with this podcast. Even just the, the amount of time that it takes me to record an episode has decreased. I remember when I first started, it used to take me hours, like literally hours to record one episode. And it used to be like 60 segments going into one episode and I was nervous and you can hear the timidness in my voice. And I just feel like now I'm so much more confident. And it's like second nature to me. It takes less time. I don't put so much pressure on myself and I just go with the flow. And it's just been an amazing journey for my personal growth. And I don't know. I just, I had to share that with y'all. But it's just dope when you put your mind to something and you stick to it. And for me, sometimes that's the hardest part when I'm trying to do something is getting my mind into that mode that I can do something. Because I talk myself out of a lot of things mentally, which brings me to my next point. One of my goals is to hold myself accountable, especially when it comes to achieving, you know, various goals that I want to accomplish. So for one, finishing school, I have to hold myself accountable because I've literally been in school off and on since I was like 18 or 19. And granted, yes, I do have a degree, but I've been working on my bachelor's for how long, baby? So it's like I have to hold myself accountable for the things that I want to accomplish, Um, even if it's something small, just doing a better job of holding myself accountable. Starting to feel like a broken record when I say this, but it is what it is. 2020 has taught me so many things that I was sitting in the living room earlier and I thought of another lesson that 2020 has taught me is to take things, situations and people at face value. I've known this for a long time to not listen to what people say, but to watch what they do and also to not harp on what something could have, should have or would have been. I already knew to take things at face value, like I said, but I think this year definitely embedded it in my mind. So I never forget not to take things at face value and to not get ahead of myself and, you know, listen to people and who they proclaim to be or get ahead of myself about situations and circumstances and just to take things as they are. So with that being said, I want everyone who is listening to think about some things that this year has taught you and moving forward, how you're going to implement those lessons into your life. Last little thing before we get to the topic of this episode. One of my old coworkers slash friends sent me the trailer to Sylvie's Love 
oh my God, I cannot wait until it comes out. I think it comes out on Christmas and I'm like, I have to watch this. The trailer was super dope. It just looks like it's going to be an awesome movie, strong black leads. I'm hella excited. So in case I forget to mention it, I need y'all to tap in and watch it when it comes out. Are y'all ready for this drum roll, bitch? I mean, technically that was like a bongo or something, but, but you know, that's okay. It served its purpose. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. No, I'm just playing. Let's talk about non-sexual turn-ons, though. This was actually a topic suggestion from someone, and I'm so glad that they suggested it because it's a dope-ass topic. So I took to the Facebook streets to ask people what their non-sexual turn-ons were. Sidebar, it irritates me when you ask a person a question or you say something irritates you and a person purposely does it to irritate you or people say something trying to be funny when you ask a question. That burns my biscuits. And that happens a lot, you know, in the Facebook world or on social media in general. So some people, I really didn't rock with their answers or I feel like they didn't understand what non-sexual meant. But it, it, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. It's all good. I will give y'all my non-sexual turn-ons and then I will tell you some of the responses from Facebook. I'm going to play this clip from Fresh Prince and I need y'all to take heed to this. Fellas, listen the fuck up. Of course not. Do you think I'm pretty? Woman, look in that mirror and tell me what you see. I don't know. Well, let me tell you. I see every great thing a man could possibly want in a woman. Eyes so dark and deep a man could get lost in them. Skin, the color of mahogany, soft satin, body fit for a goddess. Look how beautiful you are. Look how beautiful you are. Why do you think I make it home by six o'clock every night? Oh my God, that scene made me want to cry. That is one of my hands down favorite scenes from Fresh Prince. Um, So that is my non-sexual turn on number one is to speak life into me. And I don't necessarily mean speak life into me regarding calling me beautiful and things like that. I mean, speak life into me about my goals, about things you know I'm capable of, reminding me of certain things that is definitely attractive to me. I'm literally holding up my fingers to remember what number I'm on. So this is number two. Um, intellect is definitely a turn on. I love a man who can have intelligent conversations. I love a man who can teach me something without belittling my intelligence or making me feel small or making me feel stupid. And when I say intellect, I don't necessarily mean, oh, you have to be a history buff or whatever. It can be giving me your philosophy of life. It can be talking about various topics, about movies, about music. Just intellect in general is sexy as hell. Number three, when a man lives up to his word, like when you say you're going to do something and you actually do it, when your actions coincide with your words and when your intention coincides with both of those things, that is one of the most sexy and most attractive things that I think a man can do. Number four, I think it's extremely attractive. It's a turn on when a man is in tune with his emotions, when he can communicate and express his emotions. That shit is just dope. 
Number five, when a, when a man flirts with you, when your man flirts with you, because I think a lot of times men get complacent and they stop doing the things that they did to get you. So when you flirt with me, oh my God, I'm just melting your hands like putty. And it irritates me. A lot of dudes will flirt with women that are not their woman, but forget to flirt with their woman. And in my opinion, I think flirting is cheating, but that's a whole different other, you know, subject matter. But yeah, flirt with me, make me feel wanted. Six, I love when a man smells good, whether it's you just got out the shower and you don't use your dove or your axe or whatever it is that you use. And especially when you clean and you throw on that cologne and you walk past me and I get a whiff. Woo! Seven, I think it's extremely sexy. It's a turn on. It's all of the above when a man cooks for you. And he does the dishes. Cooking is a whole different level of, I think, sexy. But if you cook and you clean up after yourself, I'm finna do some things to you. Number eight, doing something because you thought about me or buying me something because it made you think of me. And it doesn't have to be anything expensive. It can be a card from the dollar store with you putting sentiments in it, expressing yourself about how you feel about me. That is definitely a turn on to me. I don't know. That could be because I'm a sentimental person, but either way, it's sexy. It's a turn on. Damn it, I forgot what number I'm on already. Anyway, another turn on that is non-sexual to me is when a man knows how to use his aggression and when he knows when to use his aggression. This is bad, but it is a turn on that's non-sexual. It's somebody that is in tune with God and has a strong relationship with God, a man that prays that it shouldn't be a turn on. And I'm sorry, Jesus, but it is. I feel like this is sexual, but it's still non-sexual. But when a man has a strong back, strong hands, strong arms, or a strong neck. I feel like I'm on like number 11, maybe. Tattoos. I love tattoos, but especially neck tattoos. Oh my God. I love when a man has good taste in music, like on some real dope shit. If you just sit with a person, it can be complete silence and y'all just playing music. That's a whole vibe and it's chemistry and don't get that eye contact going. It's definitely going to get some stuff started. I have more, but this is my last one. I love when a man is good with his hands, whether it's knowing how to fix cars, houses, know how to do plumbing, whatever it is. It's just sexy and attractive when a man is good with his hands. Okay, now let's take it to Facebook. Somebody said glasses don't judge me. And I thought that was hilarious because if you talk to a lot of people, they don't like people that wear glasses. They think it makes you look funny. You look better without your glasses, blah, 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 blah. So I thought it was really interesting that someone said that they were attracted to glasses. Another hombre said eyes and lips. I'm definitely for the lips and eyes especially if you have both at the same time. Oh my God. And I love when y'all do that little LL Cool J little lick lip, but I don't like it when you overdo it because you know that a woman likes it. That's irritating. Talking aggressive, I'm with it. But again, you have to know when and how to use your aggression. Don't just be talking to me aggressive or willy nilly for no reason because I don't, I don't like that and it's not sexy. Another person said, random gifts, my ex used to just bring me shit, ain't met too many women cut like her. I'm with that. It goes back to what I said, just knowing that you're thought about and not it being a special occasion or a holiday, just somebody getting you something like, hey, 
I saw this and I thought you might like it. That's the turn on. That's going to get you some cooch or some, or some ping if that's what you like. I have to mention this one. And it's kind of like an honorable mention to me. But this person said, when eyes light up from something I said, I just like feeling that I'm doing the right things. And those nods show me that I am pushes me to do more. I love it. I, I love it. I thought this one was funny, but I get it. Cooking for me and then bringing me my plate. Not I'm done cooking. Come get your plate. I feel it. Cook for me and make me my plate and deliver it with something to drink, a fork or spoon, whatever it is that we eating, and a napkin. Do that. Do do that. Pretty feet was on the list. Eye contact, brains, intelligent, white straight teeth, nice sense of fashion, artsy guys, and genuine caring. I'm sorry, genuinely caring. I'm having trouble pronouncing that. Genuinely caring. Um, Somebody else said, when someone shows gratitude for the little things that I do, melts my heart and makes me want to give them the world. Um, Someone being nurturing and being a great cook about their business. This one was hilarious. Real hair, real eyelashes, and a box of Popeye's spicy chicken. This comment cracked me up because he is a poet and it was very poetic. But he said, cooking, I wouldn't date a woman that can't cook. It's sexy, it's creation, it's art and science. I have a special place in my heart for a woman who can create something with her hands that satisfies me. That was deep, brother. That was deep. We had sense of humor and being flattered. Yes, a good sense of humor is definitely a non-sexual turn on. Somebody said her laugh. I thought that was really cute to say that that is something that turns you on. That means you are really in tune with your mate and I think that's dope as fuck. We're going to go through a couple more before we wrap this up because I feel like this episode is getting a little too long. Um, somebody else said straight white teeth, braces, cologne, men in suits. Yes, I love a man in a suit. Clean nails, a man that can cook, a beautiful smile, dimples, and a man who speaks well. I love a man who has good grammar. And I'm not saying you have to speak proper English all of the time, but a man who can speak well for himself, especially amongst other people. Yes, 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 yes. This other person said glasses and height. I climb trees. Someone else said business savvy. I thought that was pretty dope. Somebody who is about their business and handles their business. That is definitely a turn on. Last one. And I thought this was super dope. Someone who can handle themselves in unfamiliar circumstances and situations. I just thought about one more that I want to add to my list. And that is a man who can touch me without having to touch me. Meaning you can stimulate me without even laying a finger on me. That is one of the sexiest things that a man can do. Whatever social media platform you are listening to this on, drop a comment and let me know some of your non-sexual turn-ons. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to rate the podcast in your app store and I'll catch a vibe with y'all next week. Well, family, that's all for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Do me a favor, share it with a family member or a friend. Again, I'm your host, Miss Amber J, and this is the Dear World Podcast. Drink your water, mind your business.